This is an RSN Racing and Sport production. This is the Saturday Night Harness Preview with Dan Malecki and Rob Orber. Hello everyone, welcome to the Saturday Night Harness uh, Preview. Uh, we've got a lot of highlights to look forward to. The, the carnival continues in Queensland and leap to fames there, but we've got Catch a Wave back at Melton and a stunning lineup of some outstanding mares in the Jane Allen as well on uh, a 10 event program at Melton tomorrow night. And uh, Rob Orber will be there. Plenty to look forward to, Rob. Yeah, looking forward to a, a very good night. Uh, we see the resumption of Catch a Wave, who certainly uh, will have uh, a lot of interest uh, and eyes watching him, in particular after uh, watching Leap to Fame over the last couple of weeks uh, in Queensland as we head towards the Eureka and some really exciting racing coming up over the uh, upcoming months. And certainly Melton tomorrow night launches uh, the start of a number of uh, horses' campaigns heading to the busy months of the year. And as you mentioned, the Jane Allen, what a fantastic race uh, of mares. Uh, it's going to be a, a, an intriguing clash. So many of these horses tomorrow night or Saturday night are actually having uh, their first run back from a spell. It's going to be hard to line up to actually know how advanced they are fitness-wise. Some of them have had soft trials, maybe just one trial. So... Yeah, it's going to be, uh, be a bit of a tricky challenge tomorrow night on Saturday night, of course. Yeah, and thanks to the Victoria Harness Racing Club. We're very fortunate to have some fantastic supporters since we've initiated uh, this show, and in particular the Victoria Harness Racing Club. Uh, Rob? Oh, they've been fantastic. Uh, look, uh, we, uh, we're very appreciative of the support the Victorian Harness Racing Club uh, provide uh, our industry, in particular through uh, the bonus races, uh, throughout uh, the whole year and, of course, the new club lounge at uh, Melton. So they're very proactive as far as uh, continuing to build their uh, social club membership and getting people involved. And as as uh, we, we've spoken about, uh, some great racing coming up over the next six months and hopefully uh, our uh, supporters will be able to get out to the track and enjoy the club lounge at Melton Park. Okay, 10 race card, Saturday night, Melton, 4.59 start time of the first. Dorlagiri is a scratching. Uh, heats were made up uh, last week at uh, Kilmore and uh, I think is the favourite number three. Yeah, he was very impressive uh, winning last uh, week at Kilmore. We, we we spoke about how progressive this four-year-old is. He's won seven from 16. He worked pretty hard uh, for the battle for the lead last week, was able to find it. Uh, Aaron Dunn was able to back off for 32-3 and 30.6 first two quarters, but he sizzled home in 27-3 and 27-9. He's opened up at a pretty short quote pre-post. I thought the market might have been a little bit closer with Holly Basil, who won the other heat uh, last Saturday night at Kilmore. Look, I've tipped, I think, just ahead of Holly Basil. I don't think there's a lot between them. I think Holly Basil is a very, very talented horse, uh, as we know. He's won eight from 13. He was off the scene a long time. And, you know, I love the way uh, he wasn't used out of the gate last week, but he savaged the line really strongly. He looked to have a little bit left in reserve. And Dean Braun will have his horse peaking for this uh, $30,000 final on Saturday night. So three from five, I think they'll be fighting out the finish. One rock and roll waller 
who'll be sitting just off the speed. He's got a really good place chance. And, of course, number nine, what did you say? He's getting fitted with each run. We'll appreciate the second row draw. Gets a good trailing draw through. And I think he's uh, vying there for the placing. So three and five ahead of one and nine. I'll tip three, one, four, and eight in the uh, the first event, uh, Rob. Uh, sorry, I meant to say Holly Basil, number four. Sorry, three, four, one, and nine. So you're three, four, one, and nine. I'm three, one, four, and rough odds. Regal Rock could be a chance of getting in. Certainly, in the top four, maybe a rough hope for a place. Rob, race number two. This is a twelve hundred meter race. Uh, gee, it's a, it's a decent lineup. You can make cases for every horse in the race. The early market, uh, the spread two dollar fifty favourite Terry and fourteen dollars Steel Screen. So they've all got some hope here. Oh, no doubt, Danny. And look, I, I looked at this race and I thought to myself, anything, anything can win it. Uh, do I want to get involved in it? Well, if I if I do get involved in these type of races, I just try to pick the eyes out of horses that I think have got a chance and are way over the odds. And that's how I've come up with it. And I could be terribly wrong. I, I feel like, as you said, any of these runners could win this race. It's a 1,200-metre race. We found them uh, quite challenging um, from uh, the word go. But it creates really good interest. Look, I've come back to La Captain. I know he's drawn outside the front row. I know he's probably his figure form suggests he's uh, he's not in the mix. But again, you know, you go back three runs ago. You know, he was six behind Cobber, beaten seven metres over twelve hundred. Before that, he was third behind Serge Blanco and Cobber. Look, he's a very good horse. He's a he's a very good speed horse. He's got versatility. He can go forward and go back, and he can come from behind. So. Look, I'm going to tip him mainly because of value. Uh, I just thought I'm happy to have a little nipple at, at, at the odds for nine Lark Captain. Ahead of three, Terry, who, of course, has come across from New Zealand. We know he's a very good horse. You know, he he, he looks hard to beat. He was very good winning at Bendigo last start. Five, we better believe it, who continues to go around in these type of races. And he's never too far away. He's been placed three from four. He draws the, the middle draw, so he's got some options there. And six, Sweet Passion who also ran very well last week. Very tricky race, lots of chances. I've gone for value, nine each way, head of three, five and six. Yeah, look, I've put so, uh, Joni in on top here, but again, like you say, uh, make a case for all of them here, Rob. Seven Joni in, three Terry, nine La Captain, one Our Uncle Jim, seven, three, nine and one race two. Race number three is the Download the Tab app uh, trot. Uh, again, the main runners in the market here, or three of the top four in the market, are all resuming. Yeah, and again, a tricky race. Uh, we, we're just not 100% convinced where they're all at fitness-wise. Uh, we, we know Love Gun uh, draws barrier two. He's got gate speed. You know, he's first up since April, but I would imagine the stable will have him forward in condition. Just a bit touchy. He's trialled okay, to the naked eye, it sort of looked like maybe another run will really help her. But again, drawn the second row, you know, if she scores up and does everything right, she can be in it. Six Iron Pegasus, who's also a very fast beginner, resuming since November, has trialled well uh, in, as, as as the other runners have. And, and then it comes back to fitness-wise, comes back to how this race will be run. So I've, I've tried to look for value uh, I was really taken by the run of Down Under Barker's last start at Melton. I thought his fourth behind Imperial Wiz was full of merit. He was back that night and um, he, he charged into the race. I don't think he's in the same class as some of these other horses. But, again, I just thought 
maybe with the race fitness and, and the value point of view, you know, maybe a place chance and he might be a little sneaky chance of getting to the trifectas and first fours. And I just wanted to watch and see what these other runners do. So I'll go four down under Barkers each way ahead of nine, just a bit touchy, who I feel is the best horse in the race. It just comes down to her manners and also fitness-wise, how forward in condition. Six Iron Pegasus, who's a very good beginner, will race in the forward position. Two Love Gun also is another horse that's got lots of ability. But again, I found this race really tricky, Dan, four each way from nine, six and two. Yeah, same here, particularly with those that are first up. So I've settled on Baltica again. I tipped her last week and I thought she was fair, but she's had the three runs back from a spell. So it might be the race where she's more advantaged simply because she's got that uh, race fitness on her side. Seven, six, nine and one. But I think there are plenty of chances. Race four, the Garrard's Pro Chevalier free for all and catch a wave is back. He'll be a prohibitive odds on favourite, $1.06 in early markets. But great to have him back. His first run since winning the Miracle Mile. Yeah, well, this race, we didn't have any trouble picking our top pick, for sure, and I think uh, 99.99% will be all tipping catch a wave, and it's very hard to see him not continuing on his winning way. He's won 17 from 22. He's won 1.1 million in stake earnings. Uh, He trialled recently at Melton. He was super impressive. Uh, He'll be winning this race. He'll press forward. He'll find the front, and uh, that will be the last that they get close to him. And... uh, uh, it's, it comes down to trifectas and first fours. Look, the stable mate, Wan Yan Bucking, gets the draw here to most likely lead and then take a trail. He's uh, a definite place chance in the race. Uh, number five, Max Delight, who's been going well. Look, uh, David Aiken and Greg Sugars jumps back on board here tonight for Max Delight. So, uh, you know, again, I think we've got to respect him. He's probably a really good chance of maybe even running second in this race. And six, Hurley Nian, who continues to race well. We know he's going to be flying home at the finish. So, look, three on top, uh, one, five and six. If you play those in the uh, trifectas and first fours, we shouldn't be too far off the mark. Three, one, five, and four uh, for me. No real surprises there. I found it interesting that um, Catch a Wave returns, obviously, but he's up against his half brother in Yambuckian, whereas up north, Leap to Fame uh, is the favourite for the Blacks of Fake, and the second favourite is his half brother Swayze. So brotherly love all around at two significant venues and two very significant horses uh, on Saturday night. Rob, first thing of the quad now this is a really good race. It's not necessarily an easy race to work out, but there are some very talented three-year-olds here in the high gain pace, race five. It is a very good race, Danny, uh, trying to uh, work out the map. I mean, on face value, you know, Viking, you know, if he, if he leads, uh, he may really give... Uh, Catalpa Rescue, a really good chance sitting on its back. It just comes down to his Viking lead. Uh, There's speed outside of this horse. He's been at times a, a little bit awkward coming out of the gate, which is a, the, the, the little concern here for Viking. You've got our Vincent can go, choose to lose a fast beginner. Another Nien can fly to gate if he really wants to. Young Blue in Louis Luai. So, yeah, it's it's tricky, isn't it? Uh, look, I, I, I've, I've tipped uh, eight to... Uh, Catalpa Rescue on top um, from one Viking who uh, is a very good horse but I am worried about this speed map and and how this uh, really pans out. Uh, Look, seven Louis Luai who's uh, a very good horse. Uh, He just hasn't had much luck. I think he comes into this uh, really well and uh, I've put in for uh, fourth placing uh, number nine Blake Bolak. So 
uh, and that that's leaving out Final Collect, who, who's been going so well. So it's it's a really intriguing race. I think the starts are really important part here. I think Catalpa Rescue's uh, chances will be dominant on Viking leading and I'm still not 100% convinced that Viking will be the leader. Mm. Yeah, I, I was a bit like you. I thought Cheers to Luke could probably lead, uh, which uh, would make things interesting. I um, I put Final Collect on top, and in earlier markets, he's still around the $8 mark, and uh, he's beaten similar fields at his last couple. So I'm sticking with Final Collect, but uh, Catalpa Rescue, um, Blake Bolak, and Louis Luai, all significant chances. So I actually worked around the favourite. Uh, Viking tips at 10, 8, 7 and 9. Really good start to the Quaddy Race 5. The Katanaz Jewelers, the Jane Allen, we're talking about highlights. Um, this is an absolute cracker with so many of the Emma Stewart trained mares back uh, and Shayla as well after her recent preparation. Pettyont is uh, an early scratching, number 6. Doesn't make the race any easier. And Cypher's got the race fitness, Rob, but coming off cardiac arrhythmia. Treachery off a little bit of a, an injury. First up, Tuftilly also resuming. Just hope after injury resuming. Uh, a fabulous race, but it's still hard. It is. Uh, this is a uh, super race with some really, really high-quality uh, mares engaged. Look, uh, I've tipped in number eight, Treachery, each way, uh, Dan. Uh, look, she's uh, her trial was was terrific. Uh, she she's had a lead up trial to this. She hasn't raced since October last year, and you know when you sort of go back to prior to her suffering that injury, she she was the mare that seems to have made or made some of the big inroads from their early careers, two and three year olds. She seemed like she was bridging the gap on some of these mares. She only got beaten just over a metre behind Ladies in Red in the Angelique Club pace before uh, going out. She's drawn inside the second row. I don't think it's a it's a bad draw because how potentially uh, this could play out. Obviously, Pedalant coming out of a race may make it a little bit different, but if in Cypher wasn't able to find the front here and got parked in the breeze, Tough Tilly potentially could be around them three wide making a run and treachery might get that three wide trail into the race and that and that's how I'm sort of summing this race up and I just felt treachery first up on a trial was very strong I think she'll be running on really strongly I think each way for mine no problem here ahead of nine uh, tough Tilly who's uh, an outstanding mare she comes back as well after uh, finishing down the track in the uh, Queen Elizabeth uh, group one mile race in uh, in February she's also had a good solid trial Seven in Cypher, who uh, was disappointing last time, but um, obviously she's uh, over uh, that performance. Uh, the stable wouldn't have her there if uh, they weren't confident she could run well. And for Just Hope, who's uh, a very good filly, and that's leaving out Shayala. Uh, it's, a, it's a terrific race, but eight each way for mine, ahead of nine, seven and four. I've tipped in Cypher. She's got the race fitness on her side, even though she's had the gap between runs because of what happened last start. But a fabulous race. Looking forward to calling this one. Seven, eight, nine, and four. Rob, race seven is the Allied Express uh, pace, a field of uh, nine. Ever hoping is scratch number five. So it's a field of eight. Whiskey Cavalier resuming from uh, a break is the favourite. Yeah, I've tipped him on top. I think he's uh, one of the better bets of the night, Dan, uh, Whiskey Cavalier. He's a very good horse. Uh, he, he performed really well fresh last time when he came across from New Zealand. He's uh, he's had the tr one trial there at Melton and, you know, he was just hanging back. And 
was just getting warm at the finish. Uh, I've seen him run some uh, amazing times. He's uh, he's he's a very very good horse. Uh, he still doesn't uh, not the full full quid when it comes to his racing manners. I think he's still got a few quirks at you know the stable. Are obviously, still working with his horse, but ability wise. I've no doubt he's the best horse in the race. No doubt. He just needs to uh, produce his uh, best manners here, and I think he can win. Ahead of one, Gillaby Nitro, who's been racing in terrific form. He's a very good horse. He gets the barrier draw to, to suit his chances. And then horses like Eight Ips Ebony and Ivory, who's going to get a soft trip from inside to second row. And I thought Sanday could also be running on late at the finish. But four on top for mine, ahead of one, eight, and nine. That's in race number seven. I've got Jillaby uh, Nitro, number one, uh, ahead of uh, Whiskey Cavalier. Um, if Whiskey Cavalier worked at the front, Jillaby Nitro had the set. I think it'd be very, very hard to beat. Where Seggy's going really well, and the seven let's rock, let's roll. So one, four, three, and seven in race number seven. Race eight is the Harness Breeders Victoria Lightfoot Laurels. This is a standing start for the trotting mares, Rob. Tricky race, uh, mainly because it is a standing start, and some of these horses as well, they've either resuming here, Sleepy, Vacation Hill all resuming, Cormier second up, Egret's third up, and, and when you look at, uh, what have we got, eight runners, and you've got four of them are ODS horses, that uh, gets you a little bit nervous as well, and uh, just trying to work out where they're all sitting as far as... Uh, Fitness-wise and, and, and manners uh, coming into this race, uh, Vacation Hill comes off 20, Sleepy comes off 30. Wasn't really keen to get too involved here, but look, um, again, in these type of races, when it looks a little bit tricky for mine, I always try to pluck something out at a bit of value. I thought Six Elder Baron Keeper, she's had um, a few runs back now from, from a spell. I think she's had uh, three runs back since that little break since April. She was third behind RC Phoenix third behind Queen Elida and then fifth behind Chinese Whisper. Beaten 10 metres, got a bit of a check on that occasion. She's an ODS horse, uh, but she's uh, she she has won from the stand and she's been placed on three other occasions and maybe just drawn out on her own out wide might uh, help her. And because of her fitness, I thought each way she had a chance here, number six, Elderbar and Keeper on top. Ahead of the two Galeno-trained runners, of course, uh, Cormier, who gets the pole position, obviously had some uh, issues first up back in June, uh, res- uh, comes back again for a second second attempt here. Egret continues to get fitter, He's had two runs back from a break, certainly he's forward enough to, to be well in it, but it is an ODS horse. And then you've got horses like Seven Vacation Hill, who's won from the stand. So had 11 tries from the stand for one win and four other placings, where Sleepy, who's only had the one stand, drew the front row and absolutely made a mess of it that day, maybe coming off 30. Clearly the class mare in the race. She just needs to uh, not, can't afford to give him a start. Uh, so the, the manners at the start are going to play a really big part. Look, six on top from one, five, seven, and of course eight. Yeah, absolutely. For all the reasons that you said, it's a tricky race on five, eight, seven, and one. Not with great confidence, but I'm sure it'll be a wonderful spectacle. Five, eight, seven, and one. Race number nine is the three-year-old trotting Colson Gelding's Australasian Premier Trotting Sale Final. The scratching is number six. The favourite is Elderbear and Jensen, but there wasn't a lot between Elderbear and Jensen, Avenal Eagle, and Darcy's Fireball in their lead-up. Yeah, I called uh, these uh, heats at uh, Ballarat, Dan. Elder Baron Jensen started a uh, $1.33 favourite on that occasion, tried to find the lead, wasn't able to get across. I'm having a good time, which probably 
ruined his chances uh, for that battle for the front. He eventually settled three back the pegs, came to the breeze, looked really dominant coming the home turn, took over. Last 150 metres just went a little bit uh, rough in its gate and didn't really finish it off. Uh, and what worries me about Aldebaran Jensen, it's had nine starts over this distance and it hasn't won one. It's, it's run five placings. It's almost to the point, does he really struggle to, to finish off his races uh, when he gets to, to a little bit over a longer journey? And I just didn't like the way he sort of curled up that last 50 to 100 metres at Ballarat. There were, might have been excuses, couldn't find the front, didn't trot that uh, fluently. Looks like he'll find the front here. Looks like there's no pressure, but not 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 content to jump in here at the short odds for Aldebaran Jensen for mine. I really thought uh, Seven Darcy's Fireballs, the horse that continues to emerge. He, he's got some manner issues, uh, but he's got a lot of talent and he's got a lot of bottom to him. He's got out of that great mare, Gluteus Maximus, and you can just see Darcy's Fireball with the race experience each time getting better and better. And I love the way he finished off the race last start. He gave Avenal Eagle a, a nice little start, got within two metres, small field here, only uh, six runners. Uh, he might, if, he, if he gets away with them here, Darcy's fireball, I think he's the value bet for the night. Um, I, I think he'll go really close. One Avenal Eagle, loved his run last start, uh, really let down hard. Nathan Jack jumps on board. You'd almost say that he's going to map behind Aldebaran Jensen. Uh, he'll be getting home strongly to Aldebaran Jensen for third and four. I'm having a good time. So seven each way, or seven the value from one, two and four. I uh, I went with Aldebaran Jensen, but the point you make is, is valid there, Rob, because he did look like he curled up that last little bit, even though there wasn't a lot in it. Um, two one seven four. Uh, I didn't think there was much between them all. Uh, race ten again, fifty thousand dollars. Australasian Premier Trotting Sale for the uh, three-year-old trotting fillies. Uh, Elderbaron Miley Cognati are, are the main two. They were able to Quinella that uh, race that you would have called at Ballarat last time. Yeah, and, uh, look, the barrier draws uh, are reversed here, and I can see you know the market obviously favouring Elderbaron Miley here, a dollar sixty tab Cognati two dollars. I'm just not convinced Elderbaron Miley's uh, got the speed here to hold out Cognati. Uh, Cognati, when you go back early in its two-year-old career, Cognati was able to cross Elderbaron Miley, who was having some trouble. Scoring up, obviously this horse has, uh, or she's really improved in her manners, but she still hasn't flown the gate in any of her starts. And uh, Cognati does have some natural gate speed. And if Cognati gets across Aldebaran Miley here at the start, um, once again, those odds are reversed. And I think Cognati will get across Aldebaran Miley. So I'm going to go for on top here from one Aldebaran Miley, who was very good in defeat last start. Uh, got outside uh, the leader, but you've got to imagine she did have the race fitness on her side. Cognati was first up, and yet Cognati still was able to hold off Aldebaran Miley. So Cognati can only be improved fitness-wise. Three uh, oopsie-daisy who's been racing uh, consistently without winning for Karen Manning, definitely a place chance, and five, the sky's the limit. But uh, again, I'm reversing the second favourite and favourite. I'm going four on top from one, three, and five. Yeah, I'm going Elder and Miley, um, maybe chasing if she does get crossed at the start, but uh, I, I still think it's 
an advantage for her. But they're the main two focus. First up, but very uh, progressive, uh, is not without claims. One, four, two, and five in the uh, final event. The last of ten is at ten thirty-nine. Okay, we get to the best bets, Rob. Yeah, look, I'm pretty keen on Whiskey Cavalier. I thought race seven, number four. I just think this horse has got. So much more to give. Uh, I think he's got a lot to learn still, but I, I just know ability-wise from what I've seen of this horse at the trials, I, I think he's a very, very good horse, and I think there's a, a decent win in this horse moving forward. So uh, I'm going to stick with him as the best bet. First up, uh, race seven, number four, Whiskey Cavalier. I thought the value bet for the night was in race nine, number seven, Darcy's Fireball. I certainly believe he's got the ability to upset uh, the two Favourites in the race, he just needs to uh, get away cleanly and I think he'll go really close. Race 9, number 7, Darcy's Fireball, Dan. Um, I think race 10, number 1, Elder Baron Mile. It was a hard race. They're not jumping out at me lately, the horses that are best bets, but there is a couple at uh, value. I think race 2, number 7, Joni Inn is worth a ticket at, at decent odds uh, in a tough race. And also in a good race, but tough, is race 5, number 10, final collect. He's got that winning form, and he's around that 8 $9 mark at the moment. So I think he's worth a good each-way play. And a terrific night of uh, racing with the highlights, the Catanar Jewellers, the, the Jane Allen, and the return of uh, Catch a Wave in the Garrard's Pro Chevalier Free for All. Uh, ten races and a 4.59 start. Rob? Yeah, we'll be on uh, Trot's Vision uh, on Saturday night. Looking forward to the program. Obviously, we'll be keeping a very close eye on uh, Queensland with the Blacks of Fake Leap to Fame just continues to uh, become uh, the new star of uh, harness racing. Uh, and uh, he's got another challenge this time with uh, Swayze, but it's a, a fantastic program up there, of course, with the Queensland Oaks and Derby also being run, the Queensland Trotters Cup. So it's a very, very good uh, night's racing from uh, Albion Park. And uh, a big thank you to the Victorian Harness Racing Club who uh, continue to support uh, the harness racing industry through the bonus races and, of course, the club lounge out at Melton. And, again, if you're not a social club member as yet, we're nearly just over halfway through the year. There's still another six months uh, and the best of racing still to come out at Melton. So if you want to enjoy the facilities of the club lounge, there's no better time to become a social club member for $121 will uh, get you that membership and you can enjoy the facilities out uh, at Melton Park over the summer periods. You've been listening to the Saturday Night Harness Preview thanks to the Victoria Harness uh, Racing Club. Rob, enjoy your weekend. Yeah, happy harnessing everyone.